I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be why women will disappear from your life. Poof. Just like Casper, the friendly ghost. So I've got an email here from a viewer, and he started dating this woman, and things were going really awesome for a while. And now she pretty much treats him like a second-class citizen and as if she doesn't have any time for him. Like she's just too busy. So it's a good email to go through and analyze because it's like I talk about in the book. Attraction is not a choice. A woman really likes you. You basically just have to not talk them out of liking you and that's pretty much what this guy did. She was doing all the calling, all the texting, all the pursuing. He was acting like a man in the beginning and then at some point the power flipped and it got to the point where he was basically doing all the calling and texting and pursuing and she's going – no, I don't know. I'm not sure. Got to check my schedule. Maybe we'll get together and it just didn't turn out real well. So I got a a quote that I wrote that I want to share in this topic and then we're going to go through and analyze his email and see where he went wrong and what he needs to do differently going forward. And the quote says, women will respond to men based upon their actions and words. If a man acts worthy, masculine, like a leader, and like a charming, chivalrous James Bond, she will feel comfortable opening up to receive him, letting him be the leader of their love story, and develop a strong desire and emotions for him. However, if he starts to act unworthy by doubting what he brings to her life, doubting that she will love him, fearing he will lose her, becoming controlling, jealous, or possessive, or he simply starts to act like a woman by trying to make her the leader of the love story, she will lose attraction, desire, and interest in him romantically. The more a man acts like a woman, the more he will force his woman to act like a man and move into her masculine essence. This is not her natural essence and she will resent it and get turned off rather quickly. The sexual polarity of masculine and feminine energy is what creates the sexual attraction in the first place. This is also true in gay and lesbian relationships as well. I coach a lot of lesbian women. This is a big thing that I focus on. It's usually the masculine one or the more masculine in the relationship is the one that's usually contacting me because things started off hot and heavy and then all of a sudden things go sideways. And It's understandable in our society. It's like two women who are attracted to one another. It's like where do they go? How do they under It's really important to understand masculine and feminine energy. It's it doesn't matter where it's gay, lesbian, heterosexual relationships. There's always somebody that's more masculine and somebody that's more feminine. And when you get a masculine person whose essence is masculine and they start to act more feminine and they're in a relationship with somebody that's feminine, the attraction, the sexual polarity is going to completely dissipate and evaporate. It's like literally instantaneously. So let's go through this guy's email. He says, hey, Corey, I got a relationship situation for you and I was wondering what your take on it is. To give you some background, I first met and started seeing this girl about six months ago. From the get-go, she was super into me and I was the one calling all the shots, setting dates, and she was the one to constantly text me, etc. There was even a time when she told me, I like you and don't want to screw this up. Those were the good old days. And you were obviously acting like the leader and acting like the man, acting like the alpha male, the guy that was mysterious and she couldn't get enough of. And then you made the mistake 
of allowing your emotions to totally run things, uncenter you, diminish you, and cause you to move into your feminine energy. And therefore, it's just like she started to lose attraction. And it happens slowly. Most guys don't, most guys recognize that there's a problem, but it happens over many weeks and many months. It gets to the point where she's doing all the calling, texting, and pursuing, and then he doesn't hear from her for a day or two, and he starts to get worried. Something's wrong. I haven't heard from her. He starts calling, he starts texting. She's happy to hear from. They get together, they have great sex. Everything seems fine. But what happens is as the weeks go by, the frequency of her calling, texting, pursuing starts to drop off and his starts to increase to make up for that because it's the illusion of action. She's like, I got to do something. And the reason that she's backing away is because you're, you're spending too much time together. And the guy typically reacts by trying to force things and things will look okay at first. You think, hey, we're spending together, we're time together, we're hooking up, everything's great. But the reality is what she's feeling internally is starting to dissipate and she doesn't know why. I can't count the number of times I've been talking to guys and women have said something and said this phrase in one way, shape or form which is, I really liked you but I just don't know what happened. I don't know where my feelings went. I I don't know what happened to me. I was really attracted to you for a while and then I don't know. It's like they don't understand it themselves. He says, she got me a cake for my birthday and it felt like we were dating but we never had the talk. That tells me right there you were focused on dating and relationship labels. When do I spring this on her? When do we become boyfriend-girlfriend? Your job as a man is to create an opportunity for sex to happen. That's it. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. That's why I say that all the time. When a guy starts focusing on anything other than hanging out, having fun, and hooking up, he starts complicating things, starts acting like a woman, and he literally chases a woman right out of his life. Completely talks her out of liking and loving him. He says, about a month ago, we went on a six-mile hike together in the morning, and she came over to my place for dinner on a Thursday night before I was going out of town for the weekend. Things could not have been better between us at this time, as far as you knew. He says, this was about... August 15th when I went out of town for the weekend. I get back and I'm asking to see her but she's busy and getting ready to go on a trip out of town for a long weekend with her girlfriends. And if she's like too busy, you say, you know what, babe? Well, when you get back in town, shoot, give me a call and we'll get together then. I'd love to see you. And then you just, you back away and you let it go. Let her get back to you. But what's happening is now you're in a fearful state. You recognize that she's really not that enthusiastic about sp- spending time with you. Remember in the beginning, she was like, I don't want to fuck this up. And now she's like, eh, I'm fucking busy. I'm going out with the girlfriends. I don't have time for you. Why? Because she knows that you're going to probably call her tomorrow and ask her again. You're going to probably be calling her several times while she's on a trip with the girlfriends. He says, I get back Sunday night and then she leaves Tuesday. So our window to hang out was pretty small. Tells me you're fearful. Oh my God, I got to see her before she leaves because I'm just going to die if we don't. He says, I don't end up seeing her. Big shock. He says, after she already left, she texts me saying, sorry, I didn't get to say, but I hope you have a great week. Oh, I'm so sorry. She's, She's so sorry. She's texting me and sending me photos of her trip throughout the weekend. Well, what I would have said to that is like, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll see each other when you get back. You know, let me know when you get back to town. Have a great week. Enjoy your trip. And that's it. I'd do nothing. 
She gets back in town on Sunday and tells me she has strep throat on Monday and can't see me. Were you letting her call you to tell you that? Or were you probably calling her and blowing up her phone going, when can I see you and miss you? He says, I also know she's leaving again the following weekend for Labor Day weekend. Red alert, panic. Oh my God, I got to see her. If I don't see her, what am I going to do? Tells me you're totally in a panic, panic mode, fearful state, and you're probably calling her all the time, texting her all the time. Oh, baby, I hope you get better. When can we see each other? It's a game of tennis. Hit the ball over the net, wait for her to respond, and hit it back. It's like you turn the automatic ball machine on high and you start machine gunning her with tennis balls. And she's like, don't shit, no. She runs off the court, man. He says, I work during the day and she works during the night. So it's pretty normal for us to talk during the week and set up a date one night of the week, usually Thursday when she's available. And then we hang out on weekends too. This week she was sick and we didn't arrange a meetup. I say, sorry I didn't get to see you again this week. Let's hang out Monday when you get back. She says, I'll see you after the weekend for sure. Sure she will. By the way, her texts are getting a little lukewarm at this point and it's more of me doing the initiating rather than her. And that's when you should have backed off. When you try to set a date with a woman, she's like, eh, I don't know. I got to think about it. I'm not sure. I want to see you, babe. Well, I don't know. Think about it. And say, you know what? Figure it out. And get back to me and we'll plan something then. And then you got to let it go and wait to hear from her. Because what's going on is she's not sure of her feelings right in that moment. She's not really missing you that much. She's not really excited to see you. You want somebody that's going to be like, fuck yeah, I want to see you. Not somebody that's like, nah, or eh, eh. He says, so Labor Day weekend passes and we don't talk. I call and leave a voicemail for her on Tuesday. Dude, you told her, let me know after the weekend and we'll plan something then. And did you wait? Nope. You continued acting needy, desperate, neurotic. It's like, you know, you're like a dude, the cat got out and you're like running through the neighborhood trying to chase the cat down. And the cat just, you know, it's faster than you and it hauls ass. And then it disappears. And that's what's going on. So I leave a voicemail message for her on Tuesday, September 2nd at night and I know – after I know she's back. She was working that evening so she texts me the next morning saying, sorry that she didn't call me back and ask me how my weekend was. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, she's really sorry. She just has no attraction for you at this point. We exchange a couple of texts and I ask her if we can hang out this week. She says she works every night of the week except Thursday but has to see a friend she hasn't seen in a long time. What about the guy she was dating? What about you? She hasn't seen you in like a month at this point. He says, I'm getting frustrated at this point and I tell her, well, guess let me know when you aren't doing something. It's like you say that. But then you don't wait. You don't hear from her for a couple of days and then you text her again. That comes off as being needy and desperate and that's where you're fucking up, dude. Because you're worried you're going to lose her. Remember, what you fear you attract and what you look at disappears. And since you're in a fearful state, you're presupposing she doesn't want to see you. So you're constantly calling her because you don't want to take the chance of, of her forgetting about you and not wanting to see you. And since you never back off and you never give her any space, you're literally making her feel 
like you're smothering her and you're suffocating her. It's controlling behavior. Remember, you have to love in such a way that the person you love feels free and she definitely doesn't feel free when you behave this way. That's why she never seems to be able to come up with time to see you. Whereas before, I don't want to fuck this up. He says, she says, during the day, but someone works, mister. Like, what's wrong with you? I'm so busy. Yeah. She doesn't sound like the girl. Because the guy's thinking, well, she said she didn't want to fuck it up when we started dating. Well, it only applied back then when she really was into you. And now, since she's not that into you, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what a woman is doing today right now. That's why you look at their actions. It's like, like Carnegie said, the older I get, the more I look at what people do and the less I listen to what they say. He says, anyway, I let it be. Really? Did you really let it be? He says, then on this Wednesday, I don't reach out to her at all. I actually completely actually run into her on Sunday on my way to, to the beach to surf while she's going for a run. We stop and chat a bit, mainly small talk about what we've been up to. She mentions she finally has Friday and Saturday off and doesn't work on Thursday night but doesn't propose a time to hang out. I say let's catch up on Thursday and then say I have to run without getting a real confirmation from her. Well, I would have just said, well, great. Let's make a date. When are you free to get together? And made a date on the spot but she didn't do that. You're kind of vague up in the air. He says, I text her a little later that night saying it was nice running into you. You're still doing all the pursuing at this point. He says, she says the same thing and says she liked my new haircut and I wait till Wednesday afternoon to text her again. I say, hey, we still on for tomorrow night? He says, I get no response at all. It's now Sunday, 9-14, about a full month since the last time we actually hung out. I haven't asked her why she didn't reply to me. It's now been four days. Um... Because she's not interested. She's totally lost all attraction for you. And what are the consequences? Every time she blows you off or takes her time to get back to you or says, oh, gosh darn it, shucks, I'm just busy. What happens? (laughs) Can you see me today? (laughs) You don't wait. You're Mr. Impatient. You're like totally needy and desperate. He says, what I don't get is how this girl tells me that she's into me, tells me she likes me, and I mean this chick was really fucking into me. Well, that was then. The past does not equal the future, brother. You're looking at what happened six months ago, what she said six months ago, and assuming that it still applies today. But if you look at her actions, what are her actions? She's slowly backing away. What happens when she backs away? You're pursuing her more. And the more you pursue, the more she backs away to the point where you're not even seeing each other anymore. He says, this is pretty much now cold turkey. I feel like I may have started to come across as a little needy, you think? Because I hadn't seen her in so long and she picked up on it. I thought I could get away with a little neediness because she seemed to like me so much. Naughty. He says, anyway, I still really fucking like this girl. No shit, Sherlock. And she knows that too. And I know this message is getting long, so two questions. Number one, should I wait for her to contact me? Yep, absolutely. He's, I'm afraid she's below a five on a scale of one to ten, an attraction level, and I'm f- afraid she'll forget about me and not initiate contact. That is the whole problem. What did I say earlier? What you fear, you attract, and what you look at disappears. In other words, you're afraid you're never going to hear from her. So chasing after her is not 
You've already been chasing after her and what's happened? She's always too busy. So therefore you do nothing. And that's the looking at it. What you look at disappears. Maybe it's a week goes by, maybe two weeks. He says, number two, should I contact her? Come on, man. Has that worked for you at all? Has blowing up her phone and constantly acting needy and desperate and chasing her? Has she made any time in her schedule to see you? No. She didn't even resp- this, this girl you were dating, she was, oh, I don't want to fuck it up. I would say she's just not into you at all. Maybe she's dating some other guy and plus she never really had to talk and so she's like just blowing you off. She's like slowly – it's like Adam Carolla says. When a woman likes you, the doors start opening and all you really have to do is walk through them. But if the doors start shutting in your face and she's been slamming a lot of doors in your face, you walk away. But you didn't do that. You kept, hey, hey, I'm outside. Hey, can I come in? Hey. And then you sit down, you eat a sandwich, maybe have a beer. And then you get back up and you start going, hey, can I come in? Hey, I'm still out here. And she's just like going, get a life, dude. That's what she's thinking. He says, should I contact her? If so, what should I say? And you're thinking some combination of words or some ultimate text like you see in the movies all the time is going to make her go, oh, God, I really love this guy. How We haven't seen him in a week, a month. Oh, my God. I got, we got to get together. We got to get married. Oh, my God. I'm, it doesn't work that way in real life. She's just not into you, dude. So what I would do is zero, nothing, nada. Never call, never text her again, ever, ever. Wait to hear from her. If you never hear from her, then you know you totally blew with her and she doesn't want anything to do with you. I would proceed as if it's over and you're never going to see her again and start dating other women. Move on with your life. If you ever hear from her again, just be like, hey, babe, great to hear from you. I'd love to see you when you're free to get together. And I would not take her out or meet her out or do anything. She must come to you. She blew you off like a fucking second class citizen. Therefore, uh, uh, uh-uh-uh-uh. If she wants to see you or spend time with you, she must come to your place. And that's why you say, why don't you grab a bottle of wine or coffee or tea if you're not a drinker and come on over to my place. We'll make dinner together. Make definite plans. And if she goes, oh, let's meet out my favorite bar. My friends are going to be there. Just say, nah, it's been a long week. I'm just in the mood to hang. I'd just love to have a quiet evening at my place and make dinner together and catch up. We haven't seen each other in a while. And if she goes, no, nah, I'm really – then say, you know what? I'm, that's all I'm in the mood for. If you don't want to do that, then give me a call in two to three weeks and when things settle down on my schedule, maybe we'll do something a little more formal then. And she'll either go, no, no, it's okay. You know what time? Eight o'clock? Okay, great. I'll be there. Or she'll go, okay. And say, great. And then say she calls a few days later. Try to get her. Same thing. Hey, great to hear from you. I'd love to see you. When are you free to get together? Oh, I'm free Thursday. Great. How about 8 o'clock my place? We make dinner together. Watch grab a bottle of wine, come on over and we'll have, cook something great and have some fun and catch up. And if she balks at that, then that's it. You're never going to ask her out again. And then from that point forward, every time she reaches out, you're going to give her the same response. You're going to talk for two or three minutes. You're going to be like, hey, it was really great hearing from you, but I got to run. Keep in touch. And if she sends you, she's texting you or Snapchatting or WhatsApp or whatever or Facebook message. Two to three messages back and forth and just say, hey, it was really great hearing from you, but I got to run. Keep in touch. And one of two things are going to happen. She's going to bring up getting together or she's going to stop contacting you. And that's the way you proceed. And even say she says yes and comes over and you hang out, you have fun, you have this great sex. It's amazing. Better than it's been in months. It doesn't mean that you call her the next day 
and try to get her to go out with you again. You do zero, nothing, nada. And for the first two to three dates, she's got to come to you. She's got to come to your place and make dinner together and give her the same excuse. If she wants to have you pick her up or meet her out or do, just say, no, nah, I'm just in the mood to hang. If she's willing to come over for two or three dates in a row consistently where she's contacted you first, then great. After three dates where she's done that, then the next time she contacts you, the fourth time after that, then you can go pick her up and go do those kinds of things. You want her to come to you. You want her to earn you back. This girl's blowing you off, doesn't care. She's probably fucking somebody else at this point. She really doesn't care about you anymore. So I I put a fork in this one. Assume it's done. It's over with. You blew your chances. But this is why she literally disappeared from your life because you chased her away. It's like you ran after the cat and it you know ran in some bushes and you lost it. It's gone. And if the cat comes back, it comes back. If it doesn't, chalk it up to experience. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. 